0: how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hello to all of my amazing sales superstars in our community. And uh, as usual, I am coming to you live again with another fantastic guest. And I am really excited myself to get to know Jake better. Jake Kelfer is our guest today, and he's got a really powerful topic he's going to be sharing with us, which as a sales coach, I love that we are learning how to connect in a new way, in a better way, and who he's going to teach us how to connect with is high-level entrepreneurs. So Jake, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm so excited to have you here and I can't wait to get to know you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for for having me on. I'm so excited to meet you and everyone else that's part of your community. A little bit about me. So I am a three-time author. I have my newest book, The Elevated Entrepreneur coming out next month, um, which is what we're going to kind of talk about with how to connect with some of the world's greatest. I am a business coach where I help uh, coaches and experts build profitable businesses. And I also help people write their first nonfiction best-selling book. So I come from a background of sports. I worked with the Lakers. I built this an, a major event that's helped players sign their first contract. But everything has led me to this point about helping people elevate themselves to their highest level. And the way that I do that is through our ability to connect with people at the human level. Yes.
0: I love that. And you just reminded me that that was the other soft spot that I had in my heart for you. We have a mutual connection, which is part of how we how we met each other. And you're a basketball person. Yep. And I was a collegiate uh, level basketball player. And so when I saw okay. the basketball in your background, I was like, okay. And we love talking objections, sales objections. Like we have a lot in common. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, basketball has been probably one of the most pivotal things in my life growing up. You know, and I it's even the intro story to my next book. Like basketball has a big role in my life. I love the game. I still play the game. I will play until I can't walk anymore.
0: Love it. What position?
1: Point guard. When you're a five-eight Jewish kid from the suburbs, you only got one position. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you can only play so many positions. And so I was I got really good at at being the, the the court general, seeing the field, seeing the court, being able to see where my teammates were, how to set them up for success. And a lot of those lessons, a lot of those things on the court helped me in business today and and in communication.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And the, the leadership that you develop as a point guard is just, it, it's unbelievable in that role.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you and I would have gotten along real well on the court because I was a shooting guard. So I would have been looking to you for uh, yep. find me in the open spot, right?
1: I would've made you look real good.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So you have so many accomplishments, achievements, and you're, I feel your passion and your energy. Like this is so cool to be in your energy. You're an author. You're doing so many amazing things to the world. What is this new book all about? Tell us that.
1: So this new book is called The Elevated Entrepreneur, and it's all about unlocking the secrets of the world's greatest performers, coaches, and entrepreneurs. And basically what I did was... I have an affinity for people, right? Like that, that's what we're talking about, right? Yep. And I wanted to figure out what do the best in the world do differently than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I could just do a blog post or I could do some podcasts. But I was like, you know what? Let's do a book, right? How do we differentiate? How do we add value? How do we get in touch with people that you can't just necessarily reach out and then they'll be your best friend? And so mm-hmm. I, I got together with 39 amazing, amazing people and put their all their insight, asked them a series of questions, And that's what this book has become. So it's the best secrets, advice, stories, tips, strategies from some of the biggest names in uh, the entrepreneurial world.
0: Wow. And there's one thing I know for sure, and I've discovered this many times on my journey, success leaves clues. And it sounds like that was really your intention with this book is to connect with some of the people who had done some amazing things and just find out what makes them tick.
1: Absolutely. And I I wanted to, everybody in this book was selected with, with certain intention. Some people have huge followings and are newer to the business world. Some people have built businesses with smaller followings. Some people come from different political backgrounds. Some people come from different age groups. And I really wanted to just show though, that even though we're all so different, there's no one right way to achieve your definition of success. And that's one of the big points of this book is how do you unlock your own definition while enjoying the journey and the pursuit of greatness? And I found out so many incredible tips that like I've already implemented since interviewing people and people that are reading the book now are already like, okay, this one's really good or like this interview. And what's really cool is there's somebody for everybody. That's really powerful because sometimes you read books or sometimes you, you follow a person you're like, you know, I don't fully resonate there. But what we're finding is that there's somebody for everybody. You're going to feel a different uh, piece of advice at a different time. You're going to pick it up one day and hear it this way. You're going to see something the next day and you're going to be like, yes, I needed that. And it's all about just let's become higher performing, more productivity crushing and freedom achieving in this journey of life.
0: Wow. I love that. So it sounds like this book was quite a journey for you and you got a lot out of it just from interviewing these people, what you were learning. What was one of the coolest things that you learned and who did you learn it from?
1: Oh man, this is a good question, Nicole. This is a good one. There's okay, so there's, many, there's, I'm
0: sure.
1: There's a few. There's a few. So there's there's one, uh, her name is Allison Bird, and she talks, she talked about this it. concept. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. And yeah. she tells this story. And I, I'm not gonna tell the whole story, but I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the gist of it. She says a line where she talks about the difference between being tolerated and being celebrated. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is just when she said that, I was like, whoa, like she hit that nail right there, and I was just like, This is an amazing piece of advice because so often in our life as entrepreneurs, as coaches, we go just because we think we have to, or we go to the audiences that we think we're supposed to, but don't just go because there's a paycheck. You got to go where you're celebrated, where people love you. And it led me to this this philosophy that I use a lot is we don't need everybody in the world to like us to be successful as entrepreneurs, as coaches. We need the right people to love us, right? Because our job is to help people get the results. Well, people that love us are more likely to listen, more likely to do the work, more likely to be our people. And when you help your type of person, well, you guys both make a great team and everybody wins. So that was one story that is so magical. Another one that I really like was from uh, Steve J. Larson. He was the former like head designer of ClickFunnels or or something like that. And and he talks a lot about the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Mm. And A lot of times we get so focused on the result, hitting a certain revenue goal, getting a certain amount of clients, making a certain amount of social media posts, doing a certain amount of workouts that we lose sight on like having fun while we're doing this. We forget why we're doing this. We forget like, oh my gosh, like this is the coolest job ever. Instead, we're like, I have to make another post. I have to lead another workout. I have to sign more clients. And we start to feel this place of like, it it brings us down. Mm -hmm. where when you focus on the difference between the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment, you can really find the dance, um, which allows you to perform at your highest ability
0: and enjoy, like I've heard you say this a couple of times, enjoy the journey Yeah, you know, this idea of like, when I get there, I'll be happy when I get there. People rob themselves of the experience. And in the meantime, you're actually in your dream. You're actually doing the thing that you set out to do, and you're not letting yourself enjoy it while you're doing it
1: hundred percent. And oftentimes when you hit the goal or get to the place you think you want to go towards, it's not actually the thing that you wanted, right? So I have a lot of friends in business who have reached a certain revenue goal or have sold the company for a certain amount of money. But when you hit a certain point that doesn't immediately bring the fulfillment, Mm -hmm. it's a awesome, heck yeah, we did it. Awesome job. And that's amazing. You need to know if you're hitting your metrics, Mm -hmm. but that's not going to bring you the joy of living right? That's going to give you the next goal to hit because there's always some target to chase some number to hit, but there's never going to be another day that you get to live again. And we get so caught up in crossing it off that we forget to be right. We're human beings, not human doings. And we need to feel it. And so like as entrepreneurs and coaches, like I'm one of those people that's very go, go, go. I'm ambitious. I want high energy. I want to achieve, achieve, achieve.
0: I would have never guessed that. Yeah, right, right.
1: (laughs) but the biggest lessons we can learn and a lot of us share this because we want to give to so many people we want to help so many people right but what we have to realize is that in order for us to be at our best self it's also important for us to be grounded to be present and to say yes like i'm doing the damn thing like i'm living this yep. and today may have sucked but you know what i'm going to do it again tomorrow i'm going to try again yep. because i get to choose what i do every single day i don't have to report to someone else i don't have to listen to someone else this is my choice right? That's freedom in and of itself. And so I think that that's something so powerful when you think about it that way.
0: Yeah. Well, I like to remind people too, if I can, if I can share this, this is always powerful for me, no matter what you're going to do in life, there's going to be challenges. Yeah. Choose the challenges that you want. Choose the ones that are attached to the thing that really is meaningful for you to be doing in life. Because even if you go to the other thing that isn't meaningful to you, there's going to be challenges there too. Which challenges are you more excited about handling? Absolutely. Like that's that's the big thing for me. It's like, oh, this is a challenge, but it's my choice of what this challenge is attached to. I'm going after something that means something to me in life and I can get behind that. It doesn't mean the challenge is necessarily fun still, but it means it's on the journey to something that really means a lot to me to do in life. And sometimes there
1: are things that are going to happen out of our control, right? But, (laughs) but if we focus on the things we can control, Those challenges, those solutions, those ideas, it enables us to be ready to embrace what's out of our control. And if we try so hard to be in control of everything or to try to dictate everything, then we're going to, again, lose sight of being present, taking care of ourselves, filling up our own cups. And that's going to make the challenges even bigger, even though we chose them. And so I think that it's really important to, to fill up your own cup, to be grounded, to be present, and to control what you can control because of the choices you've made and the decisions you've, you've made.
0: Right. Control the controllables. Yeah, that's a big one. So out of all these interviews, and I thank you for sharing all that because that's so powerful, just everything that you just shared. And what I would be interested to hear is what surprised you? What, what was something that maybe came out of these interviews and, and this journey of writing this book that surprised you?
1: There were a few surprises. And I think one of the big surprises is that nobody knows what you're doing. Right? people say that because it's so
0: true. Nobody knows what they're doing.
1: You know, we're all, whether you're just starting and you're going to six figures, whether you're at six figures and you're going to mid, whether you're at mid and you're going to seven, seven, eight, eight to nine, whatever it may be, whether you're on your first date, whether you're on your first marriage, second, whatever it is. We all think that everyone else has the answers that we're seeking. And at the end of the day, there are people that have done what you aim to do and you can learn from them. But also, nobody knows what they're doing until they've done it. <laughs> and the only way you can actually learn what to do is by actually doing the thing. And so, I was really surprised by how many people that you know that are super successful still don't know exactly what's going to happen next. They make educated decisions. They learn from really successful people. But there's still the unknown. And in the beginning of entrepreneurship, and at every stage, you always start to question yourself about the unknown. And I think it's really important that we give ourselves some grace and say, well, we'll figure it out. That's what we do. That's what we're here to do. If we believe in our purpose, we will figure out that, the answer to that problem. Yep. So that was one big surprise. Another big surprise that it was more of like a confirmation surprise in the sense that like I know relationships are everything. And I think innately as, as humans, we all know that relationships are really key. But I asked a question to every single person, which was, how have relationships both personally and professionally impacted your success and happiness? And I was expecting a wide variety of answers. Almost every single person within the first sentence said, they are everything. Yep. Like if I could make a clip oh. of just everybody just going like, they are everything. Like I could just have that, like everything, 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 everything. like 30 plus times. Like it was, it was crazy. And and the reason I say it's a confirmation surprise is because I truly believe that we know connection and relationships is our key to business success and happiness. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a huge divide between us knowing that this is the thing and then acting upon that knowingness. Mm -hmm. And what I would share with everybody here is that You may know that you need to connect to get customers. You may know that you need to connect to create partnerships, but how much of your day is actually spent connecting? Mm -hmm. Most people spend their time doing the things avoiding the actual connection because it requires real effort. It requires vulnerability. It requires the the potential for rejection. And so we try to make another lead magnet. We try to pass the time with a distraction. We scroll on Instagram and say we're consuming it and learning for our content. No, you're not, you're wasting time. Yep. Now, I think it's important to consume a certain amount, but more times than not we know we're not really consuming to create. We're consuming to to consume. So I would say that that was like a big like revelation for me of like how can I now take this information and how can I help people bridge this gap between realizing
0: that they need to connect versus actually doing the connection. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people, but I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it, watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay. Now back to the show. I love that. That's the answer that you heard from everybody because you and I are very similar. Obviously like I get it. Connection is everything. My success, when I look back, it's been all about people and connections. And yet I'm a sales coach and I'll still find some days exactly what you said, where it's like, okay, maybe I do this task over here. No, I need to be connected we can all talk ourselves out of it. You touched on this a little bit. What do you think that really is all about? Like when people steer away from doing what's the most important thing that they can do on any given day, which is connection. What's that about?
1: Well, it's because it's easy, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's easy. It's easy to cross off five things on a to-do list. It's hard to be disciplined. It's hard to do what matters because it may not lead to the immediate result or satisfaction of actually execution. Yep. But- when you look at it, and I'll, I'll even give an example for me, and I'll just use this last year, last 12 months, the amount of revenue that I've brought in is directly correlated to the amount of conversations that I have on a day to day basis.
0: Yep. Fact. Yep.
1: Every time that I take a break from communicating with prospects or partners or what I call one two steppers, people who are one to two steps above me, yep. my revenue goes down. Yep. Every time I keep talking to people, my revenue goes up. It's a direct correlation. But the reason why we focus on doing the easy things or the, or the tasks is because it's easier. That's one reason. Mm-hmm. The other reason that we have trouble connecting is, and I've been thinking a lot about this, is not that we don't think we can actually connect with people. That's the excuse I normally hear is, oh, well, they don't want to connect with me or I don't have anything to offer them or to add value to them. Well, that's wrong because you do. And people do want to connect with you. You just have to know how to do it. But the real issue is not that you're not skilled enough to be able to do it. The real issue is that you don't believe you're worthy enough to have those connections. And if you don't believe you're worthy enough to have those connections, then it doesn't matter what you put out there because people won't, the the world doesn't work where if you put out the energy, but you don't believe someone should connect with you, then they aren't going to connect with you. So you got to meet people with your energy to where they're at. And I think that's a huge part of connecting and really being able to build these relationships is understanding the process behind it and understanding that you as an individual is worthy for every connection that you have. And there are some people that will not connect with you. There are some people that reject you. There are some people that will say no to your face. We got to welcome those people in yes. because every one of those leads us closer to the people that do want to connect with us and that do really love us for who we are as communicators, connectors, and human beings.
0: Well, I think you touched a little bit on this too, and I, I really want people to hear this. It's not as much all the time about the connection itself with that person or the outcome, because it may not have the outcome that you want. That person may say no to your face. It's the person you become, right? Yeah. Through putting yourself out there, through getting vulnerable, through Working your way into knowing that you are enough and you do have something to offer these people just because they might be a couple steps ahead of you. I think that's a big piece is like you become an upleveled version of yourself through having these conversations and doing these reach outs.
1: The more you put in the work, right? We know practice makes perfect, right? As a basketball player, what, what do we work on? We work on the fundamentals every day. We shoot our free throws. We do dribbling drills. We shoot layups. We shoot close shots before we expand. In business, people just go for the home run every single time. They shoot the three-pointer every time. They shoot the buzzer beater, half-court shot. You got to do the fundamentals. Yep. You got to get great at the fundamentals and do them over and over and over again. It doesn't mean it's always going to be the most fun task to do, but it does mean it's going to move your business in the direction you want it to go. Totally. And so I love what you're saying about that because the person that you become is in relation to the the, the right actions you take.
0: Yeah. And I think the basketball analogy is great because I'm sure you're a lot like me. I was, I was a great basketball player, but what people saw and what they didn't see told two different stories. They didn't see me every single day for an hour doing my basketball drills in the driveway. They didn't see me putting in the work, but the person I was becoming in that process is why I showed up the way that I did the fundamental I love that you mentioned that it's the fundamentals that we work on. And it's the basics that people need to focus on to show up powerfully in the way that they desire. 100%
1: because we live in a society that rewards the success and the fame, Mm -hmm. okay? We live in a society that is about the biggest headline, the most revenue on your launch, the eight-figure business, the seven-figure business, okay? That's what we see. That's what we gravitate towards. But we don't see is the seven years, the 10 years, the five years, the two years that that person put in the work and did the things that you're avoiding, right? You're trying to do the strategies that they're using at that level. It ain't going to work for you. You need to do the strategies that are at the beginning, right? Right. And then the more you do those, the better you get, the quicker you'll be able to see the results. The quicker you see the results, the quicker you can up-level. The more you invest in yourself, the more you hire the right coaches, the more you're able to catapult yourself and become that best version of you to get the results you ultimately see other people achieving. You know, when I interviewed some of these people in the book, I'm talking to them about where they were beginning and their journey that got them to here. I see them as a 22-time best-selling author. Right. You rewind 10 years ago, they're got a restaurant. They're working at a restaurant. Yep. We get so focused on just like thinking of where we can be that we forget that. Like everybody starts somewhere. Yep. Everybody has to get their first client. Everybody has to get their 10th client. You yep. can't just get 101 day from yep. the beginning. And if you can teach me, I will pay you money because that's <laughs> a great secret, right? But the majority of us, majority of us have to realize this, that in pursuit of this greatness, and this is where pursuing greatness while enjoying the journey is so important. In the pursuit of this greatness, we have to enjoy that struggle. We have to enjoy that newness, that welcoming. And this is for every level. It's not just in the beginning, you hit a certain point, you don't feel this again. It's okay. Zero to six figures, six figures to the seven. It's like, okay, we're at the beginning again. We got to do the strategies again. We got to put in the work, but we'll be there. And you got to yeah. believe in yourself that you'll get there because you will. Yeah. But you got to take the right actions. You got to be around the right people. And you yeah. got to remember that it's a journey.
0: Yeah. Well, and you said something earlier, and I, I always just like to highlight this: investing in yourself. Yeah. Investing in a coach because you feel a different level of worthiness in yourself and you put yourself around people who also value investing in themselves. That's a different caliber of person that you've put yourself around. You will elevate because you're in that container. And I think that's a big piece of this as well as understanding how can you show up as the best version of yourself by putting yourself around other people who are doing the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some tips that you have for us about connecting with these entrepreneurs?
1: You got to go for it. You got to go for it. You got to get over yourself and the worry of what if they say no, what if they don't respond? Because mm-hmm. the truth is they will say no, and they will not respond sometimes. And that's okay. That's okay. Another tip is you have to ask great questions. Mm-hmm. For example, a lot of people are going to ask a very basic question. Hey, what's your best piece of advice? Okay, mm-hmm. fair question. But guess what kind of answer you're going to get? You're going to get a, a copy and paste answer that, we've, that the person you've asked, that the person that you're asking has given a hundred times. Yeah. Instead, what you have to do is you have to create a question that elicits an emotional response. Mm-hmm. So let's reframe the, the best piece of advice question. Instead of saying, well, what's your best piece of advice? Say, what's one thing that you wish you knew when you first started that would have accelerated your path to success? Mm-hmm. By doing that, you're still asking for a piece of advice, something that you wish they wish they knew, right? Yeah. But what you're doing is you're allowing them to go down memory lane to when they started. You're allowing them to see the, the, the turning points in their journey. And they're like, oh, you know what? Now I'm here. I wish I would have known that. And now they're going to give you a real answer. The beautiful part of this though, is when you combine that, With active listening, you can curate a relationship. Meaning, we've now changed the question. Now we've gotten a great response. Your job now is to process that response and ask your direct follow up based on their response. Because anybody that talks about an emotional experience or something that they've gone through, they often want to talk more about it. Mm -hmm. Because as human beings, we want to talk about ourselves, especially how cool and great we are. So if you can find something that Someone now has an emotional response to you. They feel connected. Now they trust you a little bit more. Now you can ask a follow-up question there. So, some of my favorite things is you got to go for it. You got to ask great questions. You got to be a great listener and you got to follow up. You know, you're a sales coach. Like the follow-up is everything. 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 People are like, why am I not getting business? Well, how many people did you follow up with? Zero. Well, Come back to me when you follow it up with everyone and tell me, tell me if there's a different, different answer. Right. Yep. So it's so, so, so important. And then lastly, is you have to remember that we are all people and every single one of us, no matter what level we're at, we all have the same basic desires to be loved, to be heard, to be complimented, to feel that we belong, to feel that we matter. And if you can help somebody create that feeling within themselves, I call it the feeling of elevation. Hmm. You will be a okay in your relationships. People will trust you more. People will be begging to buy from you more, and you'll be happier because you'll be your true self. And that's when you can really make magic happen. Is when you've owned who your personality is and who you are, in the pursuit of who you're becoming.
0: Yeah, beautiful. I love that. So, another question for you that came up as as you were talking: What is a failure that you're the most proud of?
1: I have a lot of failures. I have a lot of failures, but like, look, like. I'll give I'll give one for example. So, so the first time I did an online course, I got all excited, you know, like I was like every everybody else, was like, oh, this is I'm gonna go rich, right? Like this is gonna <laughs> be my I'm, like, I'm gonna put this out there, I'm gonna make hundred thousand dollars I got this cool funnel. Like, let's go.
0: Knock it so out of the park. <laughs> I,
1: so I so I create this course. I create this course, I spend thousands of dollars, I spend thousands of hours. I'm interviewing all these people, trying to create this awesome course. And I get ready to launch it. You know, I spend months, so much time. I get ready to launch it and it's just a bust. Like, (laughs) like it was just the biggest bust ever. Like I had, I had some sales, but I was like, I spent all this time and energy for this this many sales. Like what was wrong? I couldn't figure out what I did wrong. And what I realized was that if you try to build everything before you know what your people want and you try to give them what you think they need, rather than asking them what they want, you're going to make mistakes. So that was one big lesson is you got to ask them what they want before you give them what you think they need, right? But when you ask them what they want, then give them what they actually need, right? But don't give them what you think you need before you've asked. The second part that that I like really recognize from this is that don't spend all the time in the world building everything out before you have buyers. Yes, Create the framework, create the ideas, sell it. Once someone pays you money, well, damn straight, you're going to produce the content, right? Because you have a buyer. And once you have one buyer, you can have five buyers and five buyers is 10. And so for me, like now, anytime I create a new offer, I can easily put that in front of someone or a new product or a new idea or a new business. I put that in front of the people that are my ideal clients. I see if they're interested or what they actually want. And then I curate it based on there. The minute someone then buys, that's when I start to develop what I promise. And then I continue to add more to over deliver. Yeah, but We have to realize. So, so that was a huge failure for me coming onto the scene of, of entrepreneurship and the online space. But it was like a lesson where I'm like, you know, like most people it was like, once you have that lesson, you are grateful for it. But yeah. in the time I was young and I was like, I thought I was on the fast track, you know, and I was just like, oh, this is it. It's too easy. Like I did all the research. I'm good. And yeah. it just wasn't that way. And so I think, you know, you can learn from mistakes like that, right? Like I could save you now a hundred hours. And if you value your time at hundred dollars an hour, that's a lot of money I just saved you. Right. Yep. So, so I think like failures like that are important, but like I've had so many other failures, personal failures, like, and other things as well that I continue to learn from. And I truly try to see failures as just, you know, an opportunity that didn't work out or mm-hmm. failures as not like a loss, but a learning experience. Because if I allow myself to see it as like, I, I think you really only fail if you give up. Right. And so like, I try not to, I know we say failure is like everyone needs failure to success, but I try to see failure as like failure is only when you're done. Cause I don't consider myself as a human being a failure, even when I make mistakes or when things don't work out. And sometimes we allow that, that failure to attach to our identity, but you're not a failure. You just did something that didn't work out. Right. And if you allow that failure to become your identity, well, then you're not going to try again. Right. So, so I kind of frame it like that way. And that's how I kind of describe those things, but that that's one failure that has turned into a blessing.
0: I like that. And I am thank you for sharing it because that was really powerful. And um, I think people need to hear from successful people about their failures just as much as their successes, because what's personal is universal. Like we're all going to fail. We're all going to, we're all going to flop. And I like to remind people success and failure are not opposites. They're just the result of the same thing. They're, they're the result of trying. You don't get either one without trying. And that is the big piece of this. Are you going to keep putting yourself out there? You know, and then just learning from people who have walked this path and hearing, hey, it didn't work out for me either. When I built my first course, it was a big flop. And hearing that is like, oh, okay, I'm okay too, because I'm going to have some flops. I'm going to have some shitty first drafts. I'm going to have some things that don't pan out. And knowing that other people who are steps ahead of them also had failures is really helpful to know.
1: Yeah. So let me give this one one great example here. Okay. so everybody wants an end result, right? We all Mm -hmm. want to achieve something. If you try for that end result, and let's use it in the term of of business. So let's say you try 10 business ideas. Nine of those ideas turn out to be the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. Some of them you throw away like immediately. Some of them you like spend time developing and it just doesn't work. Some of them you like start to make it, but it just doesn't, it fizzles out. But one of those times you hit a grand salami, you crush it. It works. That's amazing. You won. Okay. 10 tries, 90% mistake rate, failure rate. 10% Ten percent success rate, and that's ten percent was unbelievable. Okay, even if it was ninety-nine to one. Okay, mm-hmm. but then there's the other group of the world that says they want that result, but they have zero attempts. Well, you're going to have zero failures, and you're going to have zero successes. I don't know about you, but I'd rather fail ninety-nine times, a thousand times, a million times to have that one success. Yep. That one success is worth everything, but nothing happens unless you try.
0: Yep.
1: So success and failures they're the same opportunity, right? It's, 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 it's literally the trying yep. versus if you never tried, the answer is always zero. If you never asked, the answer is always no. You have to get comfortable putting yourself in a situation where the result is out of your hands, yeah. but you can do everything possible leading up to getting that result that increases your odds. And that's what we have to remember when it comes to trying and success and failure and building, because that's what it's all about.
0: Yes. Well, and those no's teach you so much. I know from my experience, before I even started my own business and became an entrepreneur, I was in the corporate world of sales and I got the door slammed in my face. I got told no over and over and over again. But I'll tell you what, the way I learned how to overcome objections from them overcoming me for a while was so powerful. It's like I needed to fail. I needed to flop. And it made me want to learn How to get past that. So, the failure is actually what got me the yeses. The failures, most of the time, are the lessons we need to show up more powerfully to get to that opportunity where the yes shows up,
1: especially in sales, (sighs) especially in sales. And I know we could have like a whole nother conversation on that, right? But, like, that's how you get great at sales you know, you've got to put in the reps.
0: Yep. People ask me all the time. They're like, you're so good. How do you do it? I'm like, oh, I've been shut down so many times. I've had so many not good conversations. I've had so many flops and that's why I'm so good now. That's why I know what to say now. And not all the time. I still mess up. I still get, I'm a sales coach and I'm damn good at what I do. And I still get off a call sometimes. And I'm like, well, that didn't go well. I could have done this better. I could have done this better. Same thing when I was a collegiate level athlete, I still had bad games and I knew better. I knew what to do. I knew I should have crossed over when like whatever it was. But yet that is what teaches us how to do it the right way and show up powerfully the next time. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. This was so good, Jake. And like you said, we could go on and on because you went into the tangent a little bit and opened up the can of worms with sales. You and I could talk forever about that. And I would love to sometime, but you're right. A big part of this is in sales. It's just rejection is going to be part of it. And you've got to be willing to put yourself in a position where the outcome that you want might not be what is going to happen. Yeah. So where can we get your book? Cause now I can't wait to read 29 people, 39 people, 39, 39. That's amazing. When does it come out? Where can we buy it? How can we support you and where can we find you?
1: So the book comes out October 18th and it will be at the elevated entrepreneur.co. That's going to be the best place to get it. Um, and you can actually get a free copy. So we wanted to put everybody's, this into everybody's hands. All you got to do is pay for the shipping. And the reason we did sure, you could buy it on Amazon, whatever, do your thing. But we wanted to make it accessible to as many people as possible. We will ship it to our team. We'll ship it to ourselves because we want to put in as many hands as possible and do it in the most affordable way. Um, so the ElevatedEntrepreneur.co is the best place to do that. October 18th is when it launches. If you're watching this now and you want to be part of the launch team and part of the process, just DM me and we'll get you an early advanced copy. We'll get you part of the team. We'll get you to see some of the behind the scenes stuff. And then the best place to follow me and connect with me is just at Jake Kelfer on Instagram. And I would love to chop it up with anybody who uh, wants to hang out and have some fun.
0: Awesome. Love that. Thank you so much for being here with us today, for sharing all of this powerful advice and the analogies and the stories that you shared. That was really, really helpful. So I, I appreciate you being here.
1: Well, thank you for having me. This was a great conversation.
0: Yes. Awesome. And everybody, I would love for you to share your favorite takeaways because I know some of you have been here live. Some of you are going to be watching on the replay would love for you. Thoughts grow stronger when shared. So share what you learned today. Cause there was a lot of majorly helpful nuggets that Jake just shared with us. So share what you learned, so that others can learn from that as well. And uh, again, Jake, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Of course. Awesome. All right. Have a good day, everybody. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this subscribe, because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also,